I'm MPB Think Radio. This is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. We plan to shed some light on today's show. We're talking about lighting indoors and outdoors. What are the best bulbs for lighting around your house? What outdoor fixtures are best for the weather? What about dimmer switches and bulbs for inside your home? What are the best lights and bulbs to be around water, like for your kitchen and bathroom? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fixit 101 from MPB Think Radio. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. Tropical Storm Julia has moved into southern Georgia with top sustained winds of 40 miles per hour. John Cangelosi is a specialist with the National Hurricane Center. We think it's probably going to weaken to a tropical depression later today. And then by during the day Thursday, Thursday night, it will probably just become a, a remnant low-pressure area. Georgia and parts of South Carolina will see heavy rain. Some areas could receive up to 10 inches of it. The storm is moving north very slowly, and forecasters warn there is potential for flash flooding. The strongest storm of this year knocked out power and canceled flights across Taiwan as it heads for the coast of mainland China. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports from Beijing. No casualties have been reported so far. Super Typhoon Moranti passed just to the south of Taiwan, but with winds of up to 134 miles per hour, it did bring down plenty of power lines, leaving 200,000 homes without electricity. School and work were canceled for much of southern and eastern Taiwan, and 1,500 residents were evacuated. The storm stranded travelers planning to head home for a long weekend to celebrate the traditional mid-autumn festival. Moranti is expected to hit the coast of China's southeast Guangdong and Fujian provinces on Thursday. Authorities are preparing to evacuate residents. State media say it may be the most powerful typhoon to hit the area since 1969. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Beijing. Donald Trump's charitable foundation is coming under more scrutiny. NPR's Giles Snyder reports House Democrats are calling for a federal criminal investigation as New York's attorney general looks into the Trump Foundation's activities. All 16 Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee have signed on to a letter. They're calling on the Justice Department to investigate an improper $25,000 donation to a group supporting Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi's re-election in 2013. The letter alleges the donation may have influenced Bondi's decision not to pursue a New York State investigation of Trump University. The Justice Department received a letter on the same day that New York Attorney General Eric Schneiderman told CNN that his office is investigating the Trump Foundation to ensure it's complying with state laws. The Trump campaign is dismissing the Democrats' letter, and a spokesman said Schneiderman's comments to CNN were a left-wing hit job to distract attention from Hillary Clinton. Trial Snyder, NPR News, Washington. A series of leaked emails from former Secretary of State Colin Powell criticizes Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. The emails were published by BuzzFeed News. In one email, Powell criticizes Clinton for trying to equate her email practices with his. He has acknowledged using a commercial email address for some official business. Clinton used a private email server. In another email, Powell described Trump as a, quote, national disgrace. On Wall Street, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 25 points at 18,092. You're listening to NPR News. 
Pope Francis has called a French priest killed by ISIS militants a martyr. NPR's Eleanor Beardsley reports Francis celebrated a mass in the priest's honor at the Vatican today. During the mass in memory of Father Jacques Amel, Pope Francis urged all believers to have the courage to say that killing in the name of God is satanic. Two extremists slit Amel's throat in his church in Saint-Étienne-du-Rouvray outside the Normandy town of Rouen in July. Police later killed the attackers. ISIS claimed responsibility. The elderly priest's violent death brought thousands of French Muslims to the streets to condemn his murder and his attackers. Hundreds of Muslims also attended mass services in the priest's honor. Eleanor Beardsley, NPR News, Paris. The federal trial is open for seven people accused of conspiring to occupy a federal wildlife refuge in eastern Oregon this year. They're accused of using threats and intimidation to stop federal workers from doing their jobs at the refuge. Lawyers for the defendants say they were peacefully saying the federal government mismanages public lands. The Library of Congress gets a new leader today. Carla Hayden will be sworn in as the nation's 14th Librarian of Congress. Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts will administer the oath. Hayden is the first woman and the first African-American to serve in the position. She has served as the CEO of the Baltimore Library System. Last year, Congress passed a law establishing a 10-year term for the Librarian of Congress. This position was once a lifetime appointment. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, from Washington. Support for NPR comes from the financial services firm of Raymond James, offering personalized wealth management advice and banking and capital markets expertise, all with a commitment to putting clients' financial well-being first. Learn more at RaymondJames.com. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. We plan to shed some light on today's show. Boy, you can tell when Jonas writes this stuff, right? <laughs> uh, we're talking about your lighting indoors and outdoors. What are the best bulbs for lighting around your house? What outdoor fixtures are best for the weather? And what about dimmer switches and bulbs for inside your home? That's a big topic, by the way. What are the best lights and bulbs to be around water, like your kitchen and bathroom? You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. By the way, we're taking, this is going to be kind of like last week, where, yes, we're talking about lighting today, but we're going to be taking any question, any topic you want to, and we're going to try to field it. Uh, as we go. So, 877-MPB-RING. How you fellas doing? Man, I'm great. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, Glad so, to be here. Dell, what are you working on right now? Right now, um, actually, man, it would take the whole show to talk about it, but um, just this morning, um, three jobs come in, and I started uh, before the show. Uh, we're renovating the house. Just some small changes. going to secure it. It needs a lot of doors. Uh-huh. Um, the people abandoned it, so we're going to uh, just bring it back to life. I'm glad that you're putting in the doors and not me. 
It's one of the jobs <laughs> oh, I dislike. Man, it, it was not square. I mean, the concrete is unlevel. And, Has anything oh, ever been square in the history of square? No, but no, we had to make it look good <laughs> and function well. Right. All right, Jeff, how about you? What's going on? Oh, same thing, building some houses. Um, of course, we have our bathroom renovations going, kitchens. Um, Man, that's the stuff. Great day. Temperatures are dropping. Oh, yeah. So that's uh, that's always fun. It's feeling better. Not quite fast enough for me, but uh, I'll take it. I will say yes. this. <clears throat> I took a page out of our uh, furniture show last weekend my wife and i were driving by and there was this garage sale down the street from us and she saw this table you know and i saw this table too it's a gorgeous table it's a beautiful table i mean meaning it was a uh, very good bones on this table right mm-hmm. uh it, it 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 needed love okay so you know we picked it up for 20 bucks brought it home and it had no less than 17 coats of paint on it so right. i started stripping the furniture and uh, so I did, you know, I did a couple of coats like that. Then I started sanding, got it all down to the wood, then put the stain on it. That thing oh, is wow. absolutely gorgeous. I went last night and got the polyurethane that I'll be doing this uh, this weekend. But it is beautiful. They used uh, the wood mm-hmm. was poplar. Oh, and man. And it's so good looking, man. I mean, it's a and, really great looking desk. And it nice was fun. It was fun to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, my wife knows me now. So, like, if I don't really have a lot to do. She'll literally buy something for me to fix. You know, yeah, it would be scary around the Klein household <laughs> if Jason doesn't have something to do. Right, right. Typically. <laughs> okay, Keep we got busy. we got uh, Marie on the line in Columbus and uh, wants to ask us about some antique light fixtures. These are tricky. What's going on, Marie? Marie, are you with us? Yes, I am. Uh, yes, I have a, an, a couple antique light fixtures. Mm-hmm. And the new LED light bulbs just don't look right in them. And I was just wondering now what my options are with the phase out of the incandescent. What um, what type of fixture is this? Now, these are uh, 100-year-old light fixtures. There's a couple ceiling ones, and then I have an old antique lamp. What type of bulbs did they have in them before, do you know? Well, they just had your conventional um, incandescent bulbs. Like a 60-watt Standard bulb. You know, you can now get, excuse me, you can now get LEDs that uh, look almost identical to those. Um, And that is, uh, uh, before we let the pros answer, as far as I'm concerned, I'm no longer buying anything that's not LED, just because that's that's just the way to go. It's the last bulb you'll buy. So what do you guys think? Um, I'm a big believer in LED. Absolutely. Now, you can get the incandescent. Um, Marie, I can tell you this. One of the great parts about putting an LED in, and you might have to search online for the look that you're looking for, but somewhere out there in the world, someone makes a light bulb style that you'll like that's in LED. And the reason why I say that is that uh, I know in my house, I've got one light that's on the ceiling in my vaulted ceiling. So you have to get a big ladder to get up there and change that and put an LED in that light and you don't have to worry about changing that bulb anymore, which is fantastic. Right. Uh, same thing could go for a chandelier, Marie. The less time on a ladder or step stool, the better. And, and too, not to mention your energy savings that you're going to receive with LED. Especially over incandescent. And with these being uh, over 100 years old, you don't want to keep, you know, in and out and, and operating around that. 
put That's a bulb true. in and just set it and forget it. Okay, and can I use a dimmer switch with those? Uh, yes, you can buy LED bulbs, but they have to say on the package, dimmable. Some some LEDs are not dimmable, and some are dimmable. Now, they take uh, the dimmer switch has to be an LED dimmer switch. Uh, and it'll say on the package? Yes, ma'am. Everything will say on the package. I've installed several of these. And uh, you can you can go old school, but you'll realize that the old dimmer switches do not work well with LED. But you can buy a dimmer switch for about the same price that works well with a LED. And they're not real costly. So the dimmer switch and the consoles <clears throat> both have to say dimmable? Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Well, life gets more complicated. Right. I would try. I would start on Amazon for that bulb, unless you know some good lighting places uh, in the Columbus area uh, that are that are independent uh, places that you can look at that might have a wide variety of LED bulbs. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. So that's where it starts. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Any question on lighting or painting or flooring or doors like Dell puts in or whatever, uh, anything uh, that you want to call about today is fine. 877-MPB-RING. We are talking about lighting today, though. And uh, fixtures that use multiple bulbs, like ceiling fans. What type of bulb is best for this? Well, again, I'm going to go with LED, but you know what's funny is that some ceiling fans, guys, and especially like the smaller ones, you'll notice have that really small uh, bulb that goes in there. I mean, right. It's at the size of like a uh, a nightlight bulb almost <laughs> that goes in there. Yes. Um, and I, I don't know. Can you get uh, LEDs that are that small? You, well... I was just going to say, I would warn anyone, bef- if you're changing out a ceiling fan, about that. Because mm-hmm. if you don't notice the bulb size, you can get um, a good deal on a ceiling fan, but you can't find the bulb. That's a really good and point. And then the bulb might not give off um, the light that you're looking for. Because mm-hmm. we uh, bought some lights that um, require like a 7 watt, and, and I was just that's just not going to be enough. Well, that's, that's something that you bring up that's a very good point, is that a lot of ceiling fans want a 40-watt bulb, not a 60-watt bulb. Right. They want a 40-watt bulb. Um, and with that in mind, it might not give you the light that you're looking for. Now, if it's a three-bulb configuration uh, or a full four-bulb configuration, you might be able to get enough light uh, from three or four 40 watts. Just don't go to economy without reading uh, the box to see what it comes with. It's a good point. You can buy a fan in the box. Please read uh, what's on that Yeah, because those you might not get what you want. Them. Right. So, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. Dimmer switches, like we just talked about with our previous caller, uh, the dimmers, you've got to have that switch and the bulb that that work nice together. An old-school dimmer doesn't work very well with a newer LED bulb. It just doesn't, they don't don't get along as well. Uh, Actually, as a matter of fact, Johnny's on the line, on the road. He's got a question about LED dimmers. You with us, Johnny? Yes, sir. So what's going on? I was just following up on the question you were just answering about LED dimmer switches. I've got dimmer switches throughout my whole house, uh-huh. and I, I was wondering about changing over to LED, but 
what you just said, I wanted to make clear, you need to change out all your dimmer switches if you're going to go over to LED. Yes, sir. This is not a difficult thing to do, and and it's not expensive necessarily. I've I've uh, I've done several of these, and buying the dimmer switches, uh, as a matter of fact, they've got a, a lot of really good-looking dimmer switches now compared to back in the day that was only just kind of the uh, the one that looked like the volume knob. Right. Well, it's about the only one you could get forever. Now they have like a up and down slider yeah, slide. type, right? Um, and those are really nice, but they're okay. they're not very expensive and they can be easily replaced. Okay, thank you much. Yes, sir. Bye. Uh, number calls eight seven seven MPB ring. A couple of years ago, we redid my kitchen in the home and we had like a fluorescent light up before, and then we went in and put uh, can lights. You know, lights within, right, you know, sunken right. lights in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And recently, and they have uh, the, the bulbs that you're supposed to put in those, in the ones that we have in our kitchen, are floods. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Uh, and, and they're nice, and you use like a 40-watt flood. We recently found uh, the LEDs for that. And that is fantastic because those bulbs tend to blow a little faster than a lot of other bulbs. Those mm-hmm. flood-sized bulbs, sure. you know. Extremely uh, hot. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of heat associated with that bulb. Right. And if you're in the kitchen, you don't want that heat. Right. Well, the LED doesn't put off the heat. That's right. So it's fantastic. It is. It's really changed the kitchen quite a lot. Uh, we like it. The light is, yes, it still is soft. And you can choose between two LED-type bulbs, and this is really important, and and uh, and I'm going to give you the like the um, the layman's terms on these bulbs because they have basically two colors in the LED bulbs. One of them, and these are just my opinion. One of them looks yellow. Mm-hmm. One of them looks blue. Yep. Uh, and and uh, and that's just your preference of what you like. I will say I found out. I finally figured out the bulb that says daytime is blue. Okay, you got that? All right. Is the that bulb? correct? Yeah. The bulb that says daytime is blue. The bulb that says... Um, soft light? Soft. Soft light is yellow. Hmm. That makes sense. The yellow one looks like the older incandescent as right, far as the light right, color. Right, exactly. Right. If there's any drawback to the LED, and it's just such, such a small drawback with all the benefits you get... Hmm. Um, takes just a little bit longer for that bulb to reach its brightness. Is what I found. Yeah. Well, um, it's not as bad as the old um, uh, fluorescence that they oh, put right, out, right. where it oh, takes like ten minutes to finally get sure. it to full warmth. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's go to Charlie and Brandon. He's got a question about LED for exterior lighting. You with us, Charlie? Hello. Hello, Charlie. You with us? Yes. So, what's going on, man? Um, I, I have traditionally used 130 volt heavy duty incandescent lights mm-hmm. for exterior floodlights. Right. And 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 have have gotten decent results out of them. And I, I have not tried an LED simply because I was worried about the diode controls in those mm-hmm. surviving outside conditions. I'm curious if y'all have tried that and what kind of success you've had with it. I've had I've got bulbs outside that are LED and they've been fantastic. And I've got them on a um on a uh, motion sensor. And it's in the back where the dogs go so that I can find the dogs because one of my dogs is black and I can't see when it's dark. So, um, But anyway, that one's on a motion sensor, and it works great. And it's been outside for a couple of years now, and I haven't had any problem. You guys have any experience with it? Yeah, I put them on all my new houses. Really? Yes. Yes. I have great success. Okay. What are you saying, Charlie? Way to go. 
that. I'm sorry. I said, what did you think? What, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I just, last night before I went you know, on the floodlights on the drive, and every one of them were out. I think that replaced about six of them, and that's, I was considering putting LEDs in there, and I just wanted someone else's opinion. So. Now, I'm going to tell you a quick little horror story here Uh-oh. about um, probably three, four years ago, your soffit lights. Uh-huh. One of my customers left the soffit lights on. Mm-hmm. It's a two-story house. Oh, a squirrel built a nest. It was this in the winter. Built Just a nest. Trapping the heat. By the, by the soffit light. Right. House caught on fire. Oh, man. Now, I, you can't predict the future, but in my opinion, if we would have had an LED there, it would have been that cool. fire would have never happened. Well, you know, for the longest time, people were using halogen, which... Oh, it didn't get any hotter. Oh, yeah, and, uh-huh. and, and I mean, nothing could burn down a house faster. Right. I mean, right. it's just amazing. So, Or you, you know, yeah, if you yeah. touch it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, God forbid you change the bulb. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Charlie. We appreciate it, man. We're going to take a quick break. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what questions do you have about your lighting? What type of fixtures do you need for your home? Or what, what project do you have going on that you want to uh, chat about? 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Support for MPB comes from Grammy Museum Mississippi, providing learning experiences on all forms of music. Educator resources online and museum tours for grades K through 12 are available. Information at education at grammymuseumms.org. As the presidential nominees campaign, they often deliver the same speech, pounding home the same issues. Polls came out today. I mean, we have had a rigged system, and we're going to keep our jobs in our country. I'm Kelly McEvers. What we learn from a Donald Trump stump speech later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. Hi, we're We're MPB Think Radio. Friday, your station needs your help. We're trying to raise $100,000, the cost of all things considered. And we're doing this in one day. One drive, one day, $100,000. Visit mpbonline.org for more information. And tune in all day Friday to MPB Think Radio. listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. 
That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, I don't mean to be a... um, I don't mean to be an advocate for LED bulbs this morning. I'm not I don't I don't work for anybody like that. But Jeff, you were saying some stats a little bit earlier that kind of blew me away. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. In the search for energy efficient lighting, LEDs have been proven to be most efficient bulbs available. According to Energy Star rated, LEDs use at least seventy five percent less energy than your traditional incandescent bulbs. Wow and last 25 times longer, according to the uh, U.S. Department of Energy. So so 75%? 75% less energy and last 25 times longer. longer. So go around your house and count every bulb in your house. Sure. And imagine you changed out every bulb today to mm-hmm. LED. You just saved 75% in lighting cost. Sure. That day. Right. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to change those bulbs for, on average, 25% longer times. 25 times longer. Yeah. 25 times longer. So, My you know, if, if you're, if, let's just say, for instance, your incandescent bulb lasted um, six months. Right. Six times 25. <laughs> and I just made those up. That, that, that was right. not figures that I that I know for a fact. Right, but, that's but still, just, that's uh, amazing. Ratio. Right. All right, let's go to Frank and Jackson. How long will an incandescent outdoor out outdoor outdoor floodlight work? How you doing, Frank? I'm doing pretty good, guys. How you doing? Good, good. What's going on? Um, do you have to buy? I know this is a dumb question. Do you have to buy a new fixture to use LED bulbs? Well, first, let me start by saying, Frank, all questions are dumb. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> all right. So you were asking, do you have to buy what? A new a fixture. LED fixture, a fixture that is specifically designed for LED bulbs to use LED bulbs. No, uh, and, and the reason why I know that is that if you will look at the design of the screw-in part of the bulb, if that's the type of bulb you're using, uh, and most of them are screw-in types. Um, if you look at that, it's designed exactly like the old incandescent bulbs uh, for use in old fixtures. Now, you won't be able to do the same amount of stuff with that. In other words, if you want to do a dimmable LED bulb, you're going to need a dimmable LED fixture. You know? Okay, okay. Great. That's good news. Thank you so much. Thanks, Frank. All right, let's see. Let's go to, uh, where am I? To John in Ocean Springs, info about LED. Are you with us, John? Yes, sir. So what's going on, man? I wanted to uh, give you a little bit of information on the coloring of your LEDs. Oh, thank you so much. Go for oh, it. Yes, sir. It's based off of a Kelvin. It's a color temperature. Uh-huh. And earlier you had said something about the real, real warm color. Uh-huh. That is going to be along the lines of the 27K, 2700. Uh-huh. So when your consumers go to Lowe's, Home Depot, or other places, Walmart, or what have you, uh-huh. or individuals like you and I, they buy these products. If they're looking for the really warm, warm colors, like the old school A19 incandescents, you know, frosted and stuff like that. Right. They're going to want to stay with the 27, 30, uh, 27, 35s, 
And then if you want to get a little bit more towards the daylight, mm-hmm. you're going to want to go with the 41K or 4100 Kelvin. Okay, so, so if you want to, 27, 27 is the yellow and 41 is the blue? No, no. Blue no. is even further down the line than that. Oh. Uh, most of the blues that you're going to see is going to be around the summer. It depends on the quality of the bulb and mm-hmm. the manufacturer of the bulb. You buy the little cheap cheapies from the home shops right. or what have you, they have a different scale. So if you stick with the, the better quality bulbs, the brand names, mm-hmm. unfortunately they do cost a little bit more, right. but you are receiving a better quality product. Mm-hmm. And, and the scales range 27, 35, 41, 50, 55, and 65K. Now, when you start getting wow. into the 55, 65, and even some of the new street lights, like a lot of the cities are doing, mm-hmm. that real, real gaga white, right, yeah. those are even up in the 7,000 ranges. Well, that, that's, that's, uh, that's, it's almost too much choice. You know what I'm saying? It makes it very difficult. That's why they only give you a few. Right. And having ten different options for them. I just want them to say blue or yellow on the box. That right? That yeah. On an average, eight out of ten consumers that I deal with, they stick with the 41k bulbs. Okay. That that would explain why the new LED fixtures that are in my man cave Uh are more of the bright white. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so is that a higher Kelvin if it's yeah, a more of a bright white? The whiter it is, the whiter it is, the higher the Kelvin number. Okay. All right. Once you get above the, you know, above the fifty fives, up into the sixties and seven thousands. That's when you start getting towards that blue look. Gotcha. All right. Well, good, wow. man. I, I appreciate the help, John. But I'm starting to feel oh, like I'm in a math class. So a little chemistry there. Yeah. yeah. All right, thanks a lot. Let's head on over to Memphis. Joy is on the line replacing light fixtures. Um, Oh, wait, did I go the wrong place? But, yeah, let's go ahead and talk to Joy. Joy, uh, what are you replacing? Um, I am renovating a whole house, and I'm replacing all the light fixtures. Oh, good. And my question is similar to the other one was I've, I've looked at many different light fixtures, and they all have different bulbs in them. Uh-huh. Will there will there do I need to look for a certain type of bulb or will will they always make all these different Well, that's my my personal opinion. This is just my personal opinion. Then you can talk to the pros here is that I would stick as close to standard as you can get. And what I mean by standard is the fitting that screws into the fixture. You follow me? Uh, You can do a lot of weird things with the actual glass on the bulb, you know, Mm -hmm. but the fitting that screws into the fixture is the big thing to me. And like I said, I've had to work with two different types most often. Number one is that standard, like a 60-watt bulb. And the other one that a lot of people used to put in uh, the fancier chandeliers uh, light bulbs that uh, are the smaller, uh, they're like, like a night light bulb, you know? Right. Um, those two, I know they're going to be around for a while, but you know, what do you, what do you guys think? Well, I would tell anyone, uh, here's the chance to get what you want, you know, get more for your buck and right. something that's going to be around like the collar before just say it, a brand name or a little better product. 
So, um, so don't go cheap know, on this. No, not not too cheap and not too high end. Because even with the uh, respirator fans and light system, if you get the little seven dollar one, you'll hear it running, woo, 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 and the yeah. light just comes on, won't go off. Right. So, you know, for the difference of maybe a hundred bucks or so, you can get a better product, uh, something that's quality. Like Jeff said, it won't burn your house down. Right. And, <laughs> right. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, you can it's feel important. comfortable about it. It'll um, grow old with you in your house. You well, go. you know, we just talked about the the energy savings, the, oh, yes. the mm-hmm. time that these bulbs are going to last. Mm-hmm. Spend, you know, I, I like our other caller that just said, buy a quality bulb. Right. Uh, if you're going to go to that expense, let's do it right on the front end. Right. And uh, Joy, also, uh, you're in Memphis, so there's plenty of opportunity for you to look around at the uh, 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 lighting supply stores and electrical supply stores. Uh, you might want to try that along with the other stores that you're looking at. But the, the places where the pros buy stuff, they know a lot more. So it might be worth talking to a lighting supply store. Correct. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where all they do is sell lighting, right. Joy. And uh, I'm from Memphis, so I know there's several there. Okay. All right. Thanks, Joy. Let's go to Kenny in Tupelo, a comment on LEDs. You with us, uh, Kenny? Yeah. So what's going on, man? Hey. Um, so um, I love LED lights. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I heard about them on MPB on Everyday Tech like a year ago. Boo, you didn't hear it on Fix It 101? I'm just kidding. We like Everyday Tech also. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But I I know I heard it on the radio because I was driving. Right. And so I I researched it when I got home. I was like, wow, this is – because I had those uh, fluorescent twirly ones. Yeah. They – I mean – Three or four months, they were gone. Right. Yeah, those are so, those are um, annoying. And yeah. then they replaced oh. those. Now you can buy cheap bulbs that are actually halogen. And halogen well, makes me want to run away on fire. And see, you, you know what? I added, a, I added a halogen um, light fixture to my kitchen mm-hmm. because uh, there was just one light. It's, it's a, I bought a trailer like eight years ago. It was brand new, but it had one light fixture in the kitchen. Right. So I thought, oh, well, I'll get this, you know, five halogen bulb thing, and then and you can twist it and turn it and everything, and I can guide the light. Right. Um, I finally, I just finally took three of the bulbs out of it because it was so hot. Yeah, yes. yeah. they yes. run so hot. Uh, and so it's... I I got um, LED um, halogen for the for that fixture. So now I have all five lights again. Oh, good. And gradually over time. Uh-huh. Because they are kind of expensive. Yeah. But you know what I do? When I go to Walmart, I go and I'll pick up one or two of them. Right. And I finally have my entire house is all LED now. There you go. And it's amazing. I don't think, I'm not sure they should sell a light. This is just my per- personal opinion. I don't think they should sell a light that you have to tell your kids to stay away from, which is the well, halogens. Sure. <clears throat> you know, I mean. Uh, that that that's always been a thing for me. Uh, They're unforgiving. If something gets over two hundred degrees when you touch it with your fingers, uh, that's not. Anyway, all right. Thanks, Kenny. We'll we appreciate it. Let's go uh, real quick. You know what? We need to take a break. Uh, we'll continue our discussion after the break. And Matthew and Corinth, we're going to come to you right after. Listeners, what questions do you have about your lighting? What type of fixtures do you need for your home? You can call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at eight seven seven. 
MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Americans have a big decision to make on November 8th. A date which will live not in Mr. Gorbachev. We will keep this promise to the American people. Be informed. Listen to this station every day. Have you ever taken a week to do something that you know you could have easily done in just one day? I think we all have. But Friday, MPB Radio is putting procrastination off for a one-day $100,000 drop. We're asking you to help us raise the entire cost of all things considered in just one day. So for just one day, we need everyone who loves MPB Radio to call 888-372-GIVE or visit mpbonline.org and let's knock this drive out in one day. It's the one-day $100,000 drive this Friday on MPB Think Radio. As the presidential nominees campaign, they often deliver the same speech, pounding home the same issues. Polls came out today. I mean, we have had a rigged system, and we're going to keep our jobs in our country. I'm Kelly McEvers. What we learn from a Donald Trump stump speech later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, I just want to start off by saying I'm sorry to Sharita who gave me the evil eye earlier because I said something about everyday tech. So, I mean, nice. So, it's okay that people find out about LED bulbs from Sharita and Ashley. That's right. Whatever. I get a lot of advice from them. I yeah. listen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's, uh, we've got, we got a couple of big things going on. And uh, Jay and Jackson, I'm going to get to you in just a second. Matthew is in Corinth right now with an LED question. You with us, Matthew? Yes, sir. I'm here. So, what's going on, man? Uh, a couple of things. I heard... I think his name was John, go over the temperature ratings for all the LEDs. That was good info. I, I also done the whole house, change over to LEDs, and, and did 2,700 in most of the rooms and 3,000 in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. I did 4,100 in, in the shop. Um, all right. That brings me to another point of there is a difference uh, for fixtures if you're doing like the four-foot fluorescent changeovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all 
LEDs will work with a ballast. Some of them you actually have to take the ballast out and do a direct wire. Right. Uh, yeah. So so when you get into the into those, there is a difference in fixture types. Well, when you get in, it, actually any time, <clears throat> excuse me, any time you mess with fluorescence, um, meaning any time anything is changed with fluorescence, fluorescence sure. are a whole sure different yeah, a, ball game. Sure, d- total different animal. Yeah, that's a gas, yeah. and and that's different than our other types of bulbs. Now, uh, Matthew, I want to ask you a question. Um, you said that you switched your entire property over to LED, correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. Did you notice a reduction in your power bill? I wish I could tell you that I did, but basically we bought the house, and right then I started changing everything over. Right. I got so you. you I got known. you. Well, yeah. I can tell you this. We built a 1,500-square-foot man cave apartment. Mm-hmm. My oldest son lives in the apartment. Mm-hmm. Um our utility bill on that is an average about seventy dollars, mm-hmm. which is pretty wow. good in fifteen hundred square feet. Yeah. Right, right. So now, granted, he's there by himself, but right. but still, you know, sixty, seventy bucks on right. on your power bill. But he's under thirty. Bad. But he's under thirty years old, so you know he keeps the lights on all the time. There you go. Right in the air. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Appreciate it, Matthew. Let's, All right, thank you, guys. Let's go to Jay and Jackson. Uh, concrete floor is sweating. And I, are you with us, Jay? Yes, I'm here. I want to tell you that as soon as Jeff saw this, he started shaking his head. He said, I know what that is. All right, so uh, go ahead about your uh, concrete floor. Well, this floor was put, uh, put laid about uh, in the 70s. And it wasn't any Bitcoin put under the floor. Mm. So the floor sweats at times. Right. So is there anything I could possibly do to fix that that situation? Yes. Now, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, this is inside your home. It's not, it's not uh, uh, your garage, correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, what's your flooring over the concrete? Well, uh, just some tile right now. Okay. Okay. Um, Bostics makes a um, petroleum-based... Um, Glue, if you will. Let's let's say that you want to put down wood floors. Yes. Uh, Bostics makes a a petroleum based glue that that is also a water sealer. Okay. That is the only thing I know that's going to cure that problem. Okay. That's you said Bostics, right? Yeah. Do not use water base. They have both now. And Bostics is not the only one on the market. There's some other stuff, but but make sure it is a petroleum based product. Base. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Right, thanks. Fixes that up real quick. Elvin's on the line on the road, painting a metal roof. Dell, I know you've seen this before. What's going on, Elvin? Oh, hello. Uh, one second here. Okay, we'll wait. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. You with us, Elvin? All right. We were still waiting. I think he probably put us on hold to take somebody else off the <laughs> These things happen. It's live radio. So we were talking about, he was talking about painting a metal roof. You ever done that before, Dell? Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, sometimes. You, you install them. You don't paint them. Yeah, no, right. no. They uh, come to color of choice. Uh-huh. And that way you have a lifetime warranty on the product. It won't peel or flake or um, stuff like that. Now, they do have metal bonding paints. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't recommend that for a large area, you know, just um, a small area. Yes. You know, my thought is, uh, but it's in the weather. Well, I, my thought is, is that stuff falls on roof. 
Oh, yeah, uh, tree limbs. limbs and things like that. And I would think it would just completely take out paint. Uh, even pine cones might the take out paint. The sun is unforgiving. Oh, yeah, especially, yes, to paint. Very yeah. much so. Uh, did, we ever, did we ever get Elvin back? He might be Elvin? driving. Need to nah, get we never got him back. Okay. 877-MPB-RING. So, Elvin, yes, you can do that. I don't know if I'd advise it. How about you, Dell? It might be cheaper just to change the metal to the color of choice. Really? Yes, because that uh, metal bonding paint is going to be um, a step process. You know, you want it to bond, so it's going to be um, a three-step process. And yeah, it's it probably going to uh, require primer of some sort. And... It is uh, expensive unless you're just coating it for um, uh, temperature purposes, and it's like old trailer something, and it's not going to be viewable. It doesn't really matter if it's attractive or not. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then you can gotcha. uh, mop it on with the uh, aluminum coat, which is not a waterproof uh, uh, product. Oh, Okay. It's just for to reflect the sun and um, kind of cool the roof down. Okay. So. All right. Uh, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, the wattage, what is a good wattage for inside the home? And that kind of goes, I mean, you know, 67K? 27, look at you, 27K. <laughs> so, uh so I guess 60 is is your standard, like old school wattage, like we used to talk about in incandescent bulbs. So 60 was like the standard. I had a friend one time that only used 100 <laughs> watt bulbs. Right. And it was, you would walk into his house and it was blinding. Yeah. It, it, but, but it the was. The sunlight yeah, is inside. Yeah. But I will say, you know, everything looked very crisp when you're. Sure. But when you read like white paper, it like. It like Reflected. St- Scoured your 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 retinas. I mean, it just you know yeah. it was really bright. Even even if the fixture said maximum wattage sixty, right? We think we don't put a hundred in there. <laughs> he sounds like could be one of my customers, right? <laughs> Eventually for fire, all right. right? All right, let's go to the line real quick. It's uh, it's Danny in Fulton, and I got a comment about that concrete sweating thing. You with us, Danny? Yes, sir. So what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I heard your other guy there a while ago talking about interior concrete. I got a carport and a front porch sweating. Is there anything different uh, I should use up in that oil based stuff that he talked about earlier? Yeah, I just pulled it up, Danny. Go to ghostshield.com. Ghost Shield? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ghostshield.com, how to stop concrete sweating. And uh, they've got a product. I'm just reading some reviews on it. Never used it. Um, but it, it, they've intrigued me enough to at least investigate it. Yeah. Do you, uh, you suggested Bostick's oil base for interior? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't think it gets any better. Is that also good for exterior outside? No, no, absolutely not. No, you see it and probably sticks to your feet. Sure. Yeah. No, (laughs) go, go to the, go to the ghost shield.com for your, uh, exterior. Ghostshield.com. Will do, man. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right. Love the show. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate it, man. All right, let's go to Sharon and Meridian, a sunroom that used to be a carport. Um, that's a pretty cool project right there. So what's going on with this uh, uh, this sunroom now? Um, hello. Sharon, are you with us? Yes, I am. So, I have a question. Sure. We, inherit, we inherited a home that used to have a carport, and they decided to turn it into a sunroom. Mm-hmm. And. I was told by a contractor that they should have um, raised the concrete up four inches because they bricked up the walls halfway. Mm-hmm. The water seeps under because I've got a sidewalk outside that's the same 
um, height as the sun room is, mm-hmm. okay? And um, we put up gutters, and that stopped 99%. But we've used – we don't want to make it ugly by putting any kind of rubber or any kind of weird. We've sealed it off outside. But it's just like water just seeps down into the sidewall, and it just comes under that brick wall. So I have to, like um, – $3,500 French drain is the only thing I've been told. Well, you can also, you can you can still build up that uh, concrete, can't you? Well, yeah, you could, but I don't want to stop my water from the inside, if that makes sense. That's a good point. Stop the water from the outside why you get paid um, for this. without actually looking at it. The French drain is going to be my method of choice. Uh, that's what that, that way, you know, you've stopped the water before it comes in. Stopping it after it comes in is not the right um, method. Uh, you know, over the radio, in my opinion, is not the right method. Dell, any okay. thoughts there? Yeah, um, I'm with you on that, Jeff. Um, <clears throat> building the floor up, that should have been, you know, looked at before. You have to look at your land and survey it to see which way the water is coming and a lot of cases, you can do some dirt work, uh, kind of to deter the water off away from the house. But the French drain it has to be maintenance, even if you do install it, to make sure um, it works and it stays working. And doesn't get clogged. So yeah. don't do it um, small. Go ahead and, you know, do a, if you do it, you know, dig a big drain and have um, big pipes so um, the worst rains will um, be able to carry away. Right, sure. Because it'll always come back if you don't do more than one step. You're going to have to block it up in some kind of way with a little slope off yeah. and, and deter the water back away from your home. And Sharon, I will say, even though you've gotten a, a cost for that French drain, Check uh, around. there's there's more than one contractor in the world. So you might be able to do it a little better. I don't know your situation, but I, but I would definitely check with more than one contractor. I found okay, that just a little digging and uh, dirt work, and you can deter that water. Since she already has the gutters now. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Sharon. We appreciate it. We're going to take a break real quick. Uh, we'll be right back to our discussion. Uh, listeners, what questions do you have about your lighting? What type of fixtures do you need for your home? What other questions do you have about whatever project you're working on? Call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at one eight seven seven mpb ring That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. $100,000. We need $100,000 to pay the cost of all things considered. Help us reach our goal during a one-day drive on Friday. To give now, visit mpbonline.org. Hi, we're, we're MPB, MPB Think, Think Radio. Radio. Friday, your station needs your help. We're trying to raise $100,000, the cost of all things considered. And we're doing this in one day. 
One drive, one day, $100,000. Visit mpbonline.org for more information. And tune in all day Friday to MPB Think Radio. As the presidential nominees campaign, they often deliver the same speech, pounding home the same issues. Polls came out today. I mean, we have had a rigged system, and we're going to keep our jobs in our country. I'm Kelly McEvers. What we learn from a Donald Trump stump speech later on All Things Considered from NPR News. Today at 4 on NPB Think Radio. listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio, Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Mr. Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. All right, let's go straight to the phone. Dave is on the line in Mobile. He's got a question about LED lights for the ceiling. You with us, Dave? Uh, good morning. Uh, morning. I apologize. I've been away from the radio, so this may be a repeat. That's okay. I have uh, bucket lights and ceilings in two rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bulbs have been there probably 15 years. So Goodness. Well, you know, possibly halogen. Who knows? Right. Okay, I uh, am going to change them out to LED. Right. Now, number one, uh, you've been discussing you know, the Kelvin range as far as lighting. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, do I want a warm light or, uh, say, a daylight? Uh, well, what, what type of room is this? Living room and family room. I'm, I'm just me personally. I'm going to go with warm, but that's just a personal preference. That's why there's different colors. Uh, I, I like the the yellowish light as opposed to the bluish light. Okay, now uh, they're available in flood or uh, spot. Mm-hmm. So, which one in that setting would be better? Um, let's see. Go for well, it. Well. It sounds a lot like my man cave. I, I put, I put a dimmer. You know, I, I like bright light when I want. Like if you know, if we're up there playing cards, I want, I want some good light. Right. We're watching a movie. I want them dim. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to go the brightest light I can and put it on a dimmer. Okay, but so that'd be uh, a flood. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You know, the spot seems to direct the light. Sure. Mm-hmm. Whereas flood uh, uh, will spread it out. It floods. Yes. Sure. Okay. Now, uh, in buying these, you go to the big box and you have, uh, you know, the store brand mm-hmm. versus major manufacturers, and there is a price difference. Yes. But for something like this, do you uh, want to uh, stick with? Uh, maybe a major manufacturer since you're looking at a long-term investment? Uh, 
I want quality. Bottom yeah. line. Yeah, he's the quality guy. I'm going to buy the quality because I want to do it one time. Right. This is why he's in business. I buy the great value brand, which is why I'm not in business. Um, <laughs> You've heard it before. Cheapest is not the best. Right. But uh, I will say that, that I have bought those. And the reason why I have is because I know the LED is going to last longer. It's going to be more efficient. Uh, but, boy, they can get pricey as you get well, out there. you know, it's, it's going to run you for that. For that can light to do a retrofit, uh, it's going to come with the bulb. It's going to come with the trim ring. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to a lighting store to get that. Right. right. Now, you're a going to spend. Yes. You're going to spend $40, 40 per $45 per can to get that retrofit. But uh, like I said, you, you have the bulb. You mm-hmm. have the trim trim ring. Mm-hmm. Um, unscrew your bulb, mm-hmm. screw your other one in there, everything plugs in, and you're done. Okay, but you said trim ring. Uh, y- yes, sir. It's yeah. going to come in one kit, bulb, trim ring, and, and a uh, a little wire connector. You're going to screw that into the old socket. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out with a wire. Your new light and your trim ring is going to have a wire on it. You plug those in, and you're done. Right. Three three minutes tops, you're done with that retrofit. Mm-hmm. So give that a whirl, Dave. Okay. We've got to go ahead and take another call. Kathleen is on the line in Osaka asking about light fixtures. How are you today, Kathleen? Well, I'm drying out for sure. Listen, I'll have a question this time. Usually I have a tip okay. today. On the lights, when you're going from a regular bulb to an LED, uh-huh. besides buying the light thing, don't you have to buy a fixture for that LED? It can't go in a regular one, huh? No, we we talked about this a little bit earlier with Frank. You can put a LED bulb into a standard fixture. Uh, it will work. The thing is, is that you the uh, the switch that you use. Uh, you can use a standard old switch, uh, uh-huh. you know, to turn it on. However, if you want to dim it, you've got to get a new LED dimmer. Uh-huh. But you can use a standard old LED light bulb in, in any old school fixture, really. Okay. Well, I was short and sweet, and that's what I needed to know. All right. That Thanks. works out perfect for us. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Kathleen. Bye. All right, Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Jonas Adams, but however, we're going to do uh, Sam is running the board today. Our call screener was Mr. Kevin Farrell, and Sharita Brent looked at me badly. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday show, 10 a.m. with Sharita Brent and Ashley Jeffcoat. It's called Everyday Tech. Join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This forecast is underwritten by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Mississippi. Live healthy. Live blue. It's good to be blue.